0: This is Enjoy Cherokee Voices, a podcast recorded live to deliver in-depth conversations with dynamic people from all corners of Cherokee County. Listeners like you sink into this weekly podcast to learn more about the people that make Cherokee County extraordinary. And now it's time to get to know another neighbor. Here's your host, Jody Drinkard.
1: Today is Saturday, September 11th, 2021. It's been exactly 20 years since the attack of 9-11. Yesterday, Canton had a beautiful ceremony. It was called the Patriot Day Ceremony. It was held in downtown Canton at Rotary Park. It was emceed by Tim Cavender. There were many distinguished guests involved, including Jeff Morton, the Cherokee County manager, Katie Pearson, the Northside Hospital Cherokee representative, Sheriff Frank Reynolds, Chief Tim Prather, Chief Calvin Moss of the Woodstock Police, and there was Amazing music provided by the Cherokee High School Band of Warriors and a beautiful rendition of Amazing Grace on the bagpipes by Lieutenant Sherry Collette. It was very moving, and um, the part that really stuck to my heart was a keynote address that was presented by Sergeant Major Dan McNeil. After the event, I immediately went to ask Sergeant Major Dan McNeil if he would be willing to share his words, his keynote address, with the entire community via Enjoy Cherokee Voices podcast. And he did not hesitate. He said absolutely, and he would be honored to be here. So um, this is a very special edition of Enjoy Cherokee Voices. I bring you the words of Sergeant Major Dan McNeil.
0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends, distinguished guests, and community leaders. I'm honored and humbled to be in your presence today. When I was invited to speak today at the 20th anniversary memorial observance of September 11th, I was taken back. I am not a public speaker at all, but I do have a fierce devotion to the United States and its principles. So I spoke to my incredible wife of Amy of 29 years, the rock of our family. We discussed the importance of being invited to our community's Patriot Day Ceremony, and I proudly accepted the invitation. Today we are gathered as a community to remember a beautiful blue sky morning that forever changed the path of each and every one of us. It changed the role, intensity, and pace of law enforcement, fire services, conventional military, and special operation forces employment, and brought us closer together as one force as one nation. On 9-11, I was a Navy petty officer attached to a Navy SEAL command that supported stateside active duty SEAL teams and naval special warfare units stationed overseas. On that morning, I had just dropped our daughter Megan off at pre-K, and when I arrived back home, I was met by a shrill telephone ring that announced to me that the world had changed and our American ideas would very soon be tested. I answered the telephone and my neighbor told me to turn on the TV. I did, and I watched the second plane hit shortly thereafter. I immediately knew it was an ac- not an accident and that we were under attack. I then saw the first tower fall, then the second. I was even more horrified a bit later with the attack on the Pentagon and the hijacking of the plane which ultimately crashed near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Deep seething rage, rage welled up inside of me. We knew exactly what it was from the start. There was not a doubt that it was a cowardly terrorist attack. I felt gut-punched and shell-shocked, as, we, as, were, as were so many others. Both towers had fallen. And we knew that so many first responders had been inside, hundreds in fact, trying to assist defenseless citizens. Heroes run towards danger and not away from it, and these hundreds of New York firefighters and police officers were heroes. At that time, I could not really comprehend the death toll of the firefighters and police that day, although, like everyone else, I felt a great sense of sadness for them and their families. I could not fully grasp it then. I understand that loss better now. Having visited the World Trade Center, 9-11 Memorial Plaza, and the 9-11 Memorial Museum, FDNY had its heart ripped out that day, losing 344 souls from their brotherhood. We were all of us Americans profoundly affected by the 9-11 attacks. We were not divided by race, gender, religion, or political affiliation. We rallied together as a nation not seen since the attack on Pearl Harbor nearly 60 years prior. This became our day of infamy. There are a few days when nearly all Americans remember where they were and what they were doing when they heard tragic news. The attack on Pearl Harbor the assassination of John F. Kennedy, and now 9-11-2001. Everyone has a story about that day. We all know where we were. We all remember how we felt. We were born into fire, dust, and ash on that Tuesday. We live in it still, and every year we remember. We replay it. That pit in our stomach forms again and the horror creeps back in a little bit. For many born from the 1970s to the late 1980s, 9-11 was the start of their adult lives. It would frame the next 20 years, shaping it more than any other single external factor. There is a whole generation for which this day will always mean something momentous, terrible, and unifying. We will never forget. A few days later, we witness our President and Commander-in-Chief, George W. Bush, stand on the rubble at the World Trade Center with New York firefighters make this statement. I can hear you. The rest of the world can hear you. And the people who knock down these buildings will hear all of us soon. The crowd cheered and began chanting, USA, USA, USA. At that moment, we began to rise from a bended knee. For many of us, especially in the military. It was what we needed to hear from our leader. Islamic terrorists had attacked us and not just the United States of America, but the entire Western world. They attacked our beliefs, our religion, our democracy and capitalism. They wanted to destroy our way of life. They did not think we had the stomach for a fight. They were wrong, dead wrong. I also take solace in the good that we saw. Military recruitment instantly rose by percentages not seen since World War II. Law enforcement and fire services had similar increases. American pride was back. Yellow ribbons were seen everywhere. Americans who had never flown an American flag began to fly them. Nationwide, fire trucks were proudly seen displaying old glory. The Pledge of Allegiance was said with renewed pride, and at ballparks across the nation, this great nation, God Bless America was sung proudly. By the way, it is still sung at home games for our beloved Atlanta Braves. Men and women in all uniforms were again treated with dignity and respect, like no other time during the past few generations. Lest we forget that a previous generation of great Americans was not treated with the same dignity and respect when they returned from fighting their war. At this time, I would like to welcome home all Vietnam veterans who served their nation and ask them to stand and receive a long overdue thank you. Welcome home, brothers and sisters. In response to the 9-11 attacks, special operations personnel and conventional military forces were immediately deployed across the globe. Special operators, Delta Force, Navy SEALs, Marine Corps Raiders, and Air Force Air Commandos have been and are still deployed around the world, continuing the campaign against terrorism. We immediately went after the world's evil by horseback in northern Afghanistan, by air, land, and sea. We sought to neutralize and kill the enemy Al Qaeda and the Taliban, the insurgency and ISIS in Iraq, Al Shabaab in Yemen and East Africa in Harran, in northern Africa to name a few. During most of the past 20 years, nearly 7,000 special operators comprised of soldier sailors, airmen and, and marines from the special operations command were away from their families opposing those that would seek to restrict our freedom. We seek them out in the shadows. We confront them in their own backyard. We intercept them before they can touch our families and freedoms. Special operators are protectors and will not let such darkness descend upon our nation and way of life. The goal is simple to neutralize our enemies and their organizational capabilities. Our relentless pursuit of protecting our freedoms comes at a high cost. In the 20 years since 9 11, we have deployed several hundred thousand Americans to fight the war on terror and nearly 7,000. U.S. servicemen and women, including 400 special operators, have paid the ultimate sacrifice in service to our great nation. The most recent being the 13 Americans lost during our retreat and surrender of Kabul, Afghanistan, to the Taliban by our current government leaders. We remember the sacrifice of all these brave men and women, but we also pay tribute to our most recent fallen. We will never forget. As we approach the 20th anniversary tomorrow of this of that tragic day, it is more important now than ever before that we that we share our memories of the horrific evil and the amazing heroism that took place on that sunny September morning in 2001. We must never forget to make sure it never happens again. September 11, 2001 is a day seared in our memories from unfathomable Terror attacks on our country came countless acts of bravery, heroism, and sacrifice by our first responders. On this 20th anniversary of 9-11, we remember those first responders who charged into burning and collapsing buildings to save others. And we remember those first responders in our community and thank them for keeping us safe every day. Thank you. It is sad that those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. If so, it is the sacred duty of every American to make sure the people of this great country never forget the horrible, cowardly attacks that took place on September 11th, 2001. Those of us old enough to remember will never forget the impact that the, that, that day had on our lives and our nation. But more than 100 million Americans are too young to remember that, what took place on 9-11. To borrow a quote from the great president, Ronald Reagan, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States when men were free. My 30 years of military service has ended, and now our son Ryan carries the torch. He serves as a strategic sealift officer in the Naval Reserve and as a civilian maritime officer combating our enemies at sea. Today's observance commemorates the 2,977 American men, women, and children who lost their lives during the attacks on the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and the plane crash in and- shanksville pennsylvania never forget we are one nation one nation under god may god bless you all and god bless the united states of america thank you